Hey guys, it's Brandon Lewis here with a fireside chat so that you and I can comfortably and snugly get through the 10 con big seven, which are the seven biggest news stories that you'll never hear from your corporately funded Democrat mainstream media in Tennessee, which consists of almost every other publication except for ours. We have got headlines, Tennessee gun reform group supported by some Republicans, questioned by others. Shelby County legislator warns answers from rogue official who released accused murderer without bond. And we're going to go to Biden's open border policies leading to increased Tennessee crime. Can you believe it? I'm sure that our GOP establishment is working hard to prevent this. Tennessee state officials sued over unduly burdensome candidate requirements. Tennessee Democrats push back on educational policy research that finds no connection, none at all, between increased public school spending and school performance. We are going to dig into Metro Nashville's board uh, votes to shut down one of its highest performing elementary schools. I wonder why. Chattanooga Trucking Company fined $700,000 for actually checking green cards. Can you believe it? And much more. Brandon Lewis here with your 10 Con Big 7. I hope you are having a fantastic build-up to the holiday season where we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. It is not the holiday season. We all know that this is Christmas and it is in the air. Let's get right into the stories, but first do go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com, hit that subscribe button, get our daily e-newsletter that Jason Vaughn puts out there so that you can stay more informed than any other conservative in the state of Tennessee on what's actually going on in our state government. Go to Twitter and or X. We've got a huge following there. We are ruffling some feathers. We would love for you to come join that conversation. And of course, Gab, Getter, Truth, MeWe, and Rumble. If you'd like to subscribe, you can always text NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 423-205-5600, 423-205-5600, and it will get you straight into that e-news area. All right, guys. <clears throat> First story. Can you believe it? Tennessee gun reform group supported by some Republicans question by others, a legislative action group known as Voices for a Safer Tennessee cropped up in the wake of the Covenant school shooting in Nashville earlier this year. At this point, Voices for Safer Tennessee has garnered support from over 20,000 people across the state. Amy Grant, Vince Gill, and former U.S. Senator Bill Frist, real conservative fellow there, uh, are some of the names listed. The organization claims to advocate for three main things, temporary transfer laws, secure storage and vehicles, and consistent background checks. The group uh, was quite active during Tennessee's extraordinary legislative session on public safety back in August, showing up at the Capitol and conducting gatherings in Nashville communities. The organization has remained active since the state special session, visiting areas like Chattanooga to, quote, promote gun safety. Even though the group claims to promote nonpartisan efforts to make Tennessee safer through gun safety legislation, some feel this group is simply a way to get conservative voters on board with gun control, which is what I think. Mark Alexander likens the group to a Trojan horse, quote, gun reform is a leftist euphemism for gun control, which is and always has been a euphemism for gun confiscation. And that is our friend at the Patriot Post. Alexander brings up an important question. Would any of the gun reform laws proposed by Voices for a Safer Tennessee actually have prevented 
the tragic events at Covenant School? The answer is no. In most cases where innocent people are murdered, the Covenant School shooting did not occur because laws uh, were not being followed. They occurred because of the hatred in the heart of a trans activist who is racist against white folks and who is a bigot as it uh, relates to people with Christian faith. And we know this. Although your mainstream media in Tennessee told you for months that that shooter had no motivation whatsoever, but the leaked documents and transcripts do what? As so often is the case, proves otherwise. Let's get on to the next story. Shelby County legislator wants answers from rogue official who released an accused murderer without bond. Imagine that happening in the uh, buttoned-up safe uh, clean city of Memphis. Let's get into it. State Senator Brent Taylor is looking for answers from a Shelby County judge who allowed an 18-year-old who was charged with first-degree murder to be released from jail without bond. Now, I'm sure this individual is like the, the salt of the earth, probably has never gotten any trouble, means no one any harm. So we got to let the little children go. Well, not even a child. This is an 18-year-old adult male. Taylor has asked the administrative director for the Tennessee Administrative Office of the court to investigate the judicial decisions and practices of Judge Bill Anderson Jr. Specifically, Taylor wants to know uh, Anderson's reason for releasing an 18-year-old without bond on November 27th. The 18-year-old is facing a first-degree murder charge in addition to charges and other crimes for the fatal shooting of a teen during a robbery. Rob people blind and murder them. Let's let those people go. I'm telling you, this is what's going on in all the Democrat cities. And our Republicans in the legislature and our governor, all, all big you know, fans of, of criminal justice reform, don't seem to be doing much about it as crime skyrockets in our metropolitan areas. Taylor referred to White's release as disturbing and stated that Anderson's decision placed those Taylor represents in risk of further danger. Taylor also accused Anderson of corrupting other judges' bail decisions proven, he says, by the, quote, continued setting of low bail amounts. You know what's expensive in life? Human life. Very expensive, very valuable, very rare. When someone takes a life, when someone robs someone, assaults someone, the bail should be exorbitantly high. If we do not penalize bad behavior in our culture, but rather reward it, you get more of it. Taylor says, quote, our criminal justice system under district attorney um, and Judge Anderson chose to coddle criminals under so-called restorative justice, which is just another way of normalizing crime. That's what restorative justice is. Let's normalize crime so that law-abiding, tax-paying citizens who do what's right for their fellow man get screwed, while the criminals get to re repeat the behavior again and again. Mm. I've tried to understand it from Judge Anderson's point of view, but quite frankly, I can't get my head that far up my ass. <laughs> Said her representative, good for you. I like it when people don't mince words. We try not to do that here at the Tennessee Conservative. Now listen, guys, if you want to reach the most engaged conservatives across the state of Tennessee for your campaign, your cause, your organizational event, for selling your goods, services, and wares, you can do no better than Tennessee's only and largest 
conservative news alternative. Please do advertise with the Tennessee Conservative. You can go to tennesseeconservativenews.com slash advertise or go to our homepage and click the advertise button. We would love to have a conversation with you and we are very affordable. Very affordable, okay? So guys, go ahead and give us your ad dollars. It's better than sending it to uh, Mark Zuckerberg on Facebook uh, or Google where they absolutely hate your way of life. Support conservative journalism if you want it to be around. And this is a closed circuit transmission to all of you conservative small business owners who are afraid to let folks know where you really stand on the issues. Let's get engaged. Next story, Biden's open border policies lead to increased Tennessee crime. Police in Brentwood have spent more than a year battling a string of home burglaries committed at the hands of a criminal group from South America. According to the assistant police chief, Jim Colvin, the individuals are, quote, part of a group that comes to this country specifically to commit crimes in areas where there are large homes. No, no, no. People who have uh, a habit of making their first act in a country to break the laws, surely wouldn't come here to break more laws, would they? Or would they? Colvin said, quote, they're very coordinated. They rotate in and out of the country and they change locations. So they're not here very long. In August of 2022, Portland police also reported activity from the group. Last week, Brentwood police released a statement announcing the group had returned and was targeting homes in more affluent neighborhoods. This is what happens when your state lawmakers are soft on illegal immigration or in the case of GOP leadership, actually advocate for more of it. Like William Lambert who wants to make sure that illegal aliens are police officers, non-citizens, right? This, this is somebody in the, the tippy-top of leadership in the state of Tennessee, people like Dale Carr, who want to see in the state of Tennessee a Republican, the uh, E-Verify and illegal immigration um, standards to be weakened, like the GOP leadership that votes to make sure that illegal immigrants are funded in our education system, to the tune of $557 million at your expense each year. This is your Republican leadership in the state of Tennessee. Fact check me. Next story, Tennessee state officials sued over unduly burdensome candidate requirements. Quote, with an election year fast approaching, the Libertarian Party of Tennessee has filed a lawsuit citing unduly burdensome requirements placed on any candidate not running as a Republican, Democrat, or Independent. If you want to hear about something that's unduly burdensome, try to qualify as a Republican in the state of Tennessee running against a rhino incumbent and get a clear answer on whether or not you're bona fide and to get it in writing and to get it quickly so that GOP primary voters, instead of being locked in with these rhinos, actually have conservative alternatives. Scott Golden and the SEC and the TNGOP probably make getting on the, on the ticket on the Republican side look like a cakewalk or not a, like a burdensome thing, and, and the state probably makes it look like a cakewalk. This is something I hope that gets reformed in the Republican Party in this upcoming primary season. Quote, Libertarian Party leaders claim that the laws in Tennessee make it virtually impossible to run as a third-party candidate. The lawsuit is filed against the Tennessee, Tennessee Secretary of State Trey Hargett and Tennessee Election Coordinator Mark Goins. Good for them. Any candidate running for statewide election under the three main uh, party affiliations is required to present... 25 registered voters um, and signatures 90 days before the election in order to appear on the ballot. 25 people. Sign a petition. You can be on the ballot, right? 
However, candidates wishing to run under a minority party affiliation is required to amass a registered voter's signatures in the amount of 2.5% of votes cast in the previous gubernatorial election. They're not trying to limit free speech, are they? They're not trying to prop up the establishment, are they? Surely Trey Hargett and Mark Goins and, and, and others that are in power wouldn't make it harder for you to have an alternative. To put this requirement into perspective, over 1.76 million people cast their votes in 2022 with Governor Lee securing the win. Crunch the numbers, and that means any person wishing to run as a minor party candidate must first collect over 44,000 signatures. So let me get this straight. You're a Democrat or a Republican, or as I like to say in Tennessee, a, a, a Southern Democrat. And we don't really have Republicans in leadership, at least. We have some really good conservatives in, in the state house and the state senate. They're in a minority, but we primarily have Democrats and Southern Democrats. Uh, that's who runs the state. Um, and you, you just have to get 25, right? 25 signatures. You could do that in an hour, probably walking in the neighborhood. But you got to get 44,000 if you're trying to run as a candidate outside with some other affiliation or party. Hmm. Oftentimes, the third party or minor affiliate candidates will appear on the ballot as an independent because the requirements are exceedingly not achievable. But most candidates would prefer to run along their own party lines. The Libertarian Party of Tennessee hopes to win the lawsuit in order to make themselves and others more equal when it comes to competing with the major parties. James C. Linger asserts that, quote, it's hard to justify that, to justify rather laws that give voters less information about candidates. If the party is successful in leveling the playing field, Tennessee voters may gain a better understanding in their choices. I hope so. Tennessee Democrats push back on educational policy study that basically says you can dump as much money into these failed government schools as you want to, but it doesn't seem to make any practical difference. Something we've known for a long time. Uh, those who have eyes to see and ears to hear and a little bit of gray matter they already get this, but the Dems are always slow to come around, primarily because they don't want to. Uh, they don't want the benefit of the taxpayer, the parent, or the student. They want the benefit of the broken indoctrination center uh, that is a government job factory. Opponents of Governor Lee's school voucher plans at ESAs will undercut public education funding in the state, and in my opinion, as well it should. If a function of government is not performing, we don't need to keep the funding the same. We need to reduce it because it's non-functioning, and we need to give people that are trapped in that system a way out. School choice advocates say the ESA program is funded separately from public education, and public education funding isn't set to decrease, uh, so public schools won't be receiving less funding. I think they should. Corey DeAngelis, Ph.D., wrote a policy paper along with the uh, Political Econom uh, Economy Research Institute at Middle Tennessee State University stating no connection has been shown between increased public school spending and school performance. I can't believe they've let Corey keep his job. Corey DeAngelis, closed circuit transmission. Contact me if somebody knows Corey. This is amazing that somebody has the guts, the guts, the academic guts, the old school, let's actually look at the data guts to publish something like this. This can't be good for your, for your academic career. It takes a lot of courage. Corey, I'd love to talk to you. DeAngelis wrote, quote, the scientific evidence suggests that increasing 
uh, access to public charter schools and private school programs would provide substantial economic benefits associated with improvements in an educational achievement and attainment. For example, doubling the number of students in public charter schools in the state is expected to produce an additional $1.2 billion in economic benefits associated with higher lifetime earnings. However, Tennessee State Senator Jeff Yarborough, a Democrat from Nashville who is against any parents or any kids having any choices in their education except for the failed government school they're zoned for, especially in the poor areas and the minority areas. We've got to keep those, those people good and trapped and stupid. Okay, If they're going to keep voting Democrat, believes the policy paper is suspect and just an advocacy piece for school choice and has pushed uh, that narrative on social media. Lee's full ESA plan is yet to be released, uh, so many of the details remain unknown. Uh, there are a lot of conservatives that have issues with the voucher program. Uh, one big issue that people worry about, there's really two big ones. The first one that people worry about uh, is that the government will corrupt the few educational alternatives that we actually have in the state, which are primarily private school and homeschool. Government corrupts just about everything it touches. Look at the public education system. It sucks so bad, even the government's trying to reform it. That's how bad it sucks. That's pretty bad. That rarely happens. The second thing that people are worried about is that it will fund illegal immigration. As I mentioned previously, we're already spending, because of Republican leadership's killing of a bill, they killed a bill that would have stopped the taxpayer funding of illegal immigration in Tennessee. Jason, if you put it in the show notes down here, maybe flash their names on the screen. Just take the screenshot of the Rhino report. Show the faces. I can't remember the name. Show the faces of the elected officials uh, right here that actually were against supporting um, efforts to stop the funding of illegal immigrant education uh, at taxpayer expense in Tennessee. You can see it right here on the screen. It's amazing, isn't it, that these Republicans support that. But they do. But they do. But the ESA voucher program, according to my friend Gary Humble, who I often trust and lean on for advice to dig into these legislative items, these ESA vouchers must be used, at least from my understanding, for illegal immigrants. Now, if I had my way, closed-circuit transmission to Bill Lee, as if he would listen to me, maybe Cameron Sexton, maybe Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally, three rhinos, you know, might as well put him in a zoo. Uh, <laughs> they uh, are already, you know, funding half a billion dollars plus in illegal immigration uh, education. Uh, and why we would want to add more to that, I don't know. But I- I'd like to see no strings attached tax rebates. If you've got a kid in public school, uh, you don't get one. But if you take your kid out of public school, and if you like Brandon Lewis, who have paid in to the tax system for twenty plus years. Business tax, my home tax, my commercial building tax, my sales tax, all the taxes. But you can't participate in the educational system. About 50% of your tax dollars go to it, right? The broken, failed education system can't even teach kids to read and write at grade level. It's only about 33%. You should just give people their money back. Say, listen, here's seven grand to offset the taxes that you've paid. We're sorry. You can't screw it up any worse than we are. Go do the best you think for your kids. That's how it should go. Guys, listen, we're in the middle of our annual fund drive. We only do this once a year. We have gotten up to about 6% of our donors giving. But 94% of you 
should be ashamed. <laughs> you really should. If you consume our content and you do not make donations, and if you make little bitty, itty bitty, tiny donations, when you could do more, or if you have failed to make a monthly contribution, what is keeping you from getting in the game? Conservative Christians who sit on the sideline financially are the chief cause of no conservative news outlets being out there reporting. And uh, the reason that conservative news outlets like ours are underfunded. So we need to find a way to stop that and turn it around, and that starts with your donation. Guys, if you give any amount to the Tennessee Conservative, go to tennesseeconservativenews.com support. We will send you this. Stop feeding the rhinos bumper sticker. That's backwards. Maybe Jason can turn that around. We'll send you this Don't California My Tennessee bumper sticker. And we will also send you this directory of your state lawmakers, which has uh, contact info for folks that are in the House and the Senate. So you can tell them as a conservative you're watching and you want them to support conservative policies. If you give $50 or more, or if you give a recurring donation of $10 or more, we will send you this proud Tennessee conservative uh, koozie, and we will send you this proud Tennessee conservative tumbler is our way of saying thanks. Uh, we've gotten lots of folks uh, who have recently give, given, and they said, don't send me the stuff. I've got plenty of stuff, and we appreciate you, uh, but we do like to thank our donors. Uh, I would like to, to thank a gentleman named Norman, uh, thank you. You know who you are. I appreciate you being one of our biggest supporters and really helping us in this annual fund campaign. We couldn't do it without folks like you. You know who you are. And many, many others who are monthly sustaining supporters. Or you can mail your checks to P.O. Box 625, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. That's P.O. Box 625, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. Let's move on to the stories. Metro Nashville board votes to shut down one of its highest performing elementary schools does not surprise me. Is there someone achieving learning to read here? Let's shut that stuff down. Last Tuesday, the Metro Nashville Public uh, School Board voted 8-1 to one in favor of shutting down one of their highest performing elementary schools, Rocket Ship Nashville Northeast Elementary School. This is despite the fact that the district's own charter school review team recommended that the board members grant Rocket Ship's request for a charter agreement. Board members in favor of shutting the school down uh, compared Rocket Ship and other schools located in wealthier parts of the Nashville area, saying that Rocket Ship has not proven itself to do a better job than the district's public schools. Erin O'Hara Block is the only member who voted against shutting the school down, partially attributing her decision to having visited the school personally. Block said, quote, I saw high-quality instruction going on in the classrooms. According to the most recent academic performance data in Tennessee, Rocket Ship outperformed every other elementary school in its area in math and English. Only one other elementary school scored higher proficiency uh, rates in science. Let me read that again. Democrats, what did they do? According to the most recent academic performance data in Tennessee, rocket ship outperformed every other elementary school in its area in math and English. This is pure evil. How do you justify this? Rocket Ship has also scored in the highest uh, or second highest category for student growth every year since it opened. Of course, people are fleeing these academic hellscapes that we call public education. Yet the Metro School Board decided not to renew the, the school's 10-year charter agreement to continue operating. Do you know how disruptive it is to the lives of people who put their heart and soul into a specific school that's actually performing and the connections that happen, the memories that are made? Here we got something good going. 
Got to destroy it. Under state law, Rocket Ship can still make an appeal to the Tennessee Public Charter School Commission. Rocket Ship Executive Director Will Hill said, quote, the, this reckless decision will not have any immediate impact on our school. We have a strong case for a successful appeal, and I hope he does. Closed circuit transmission, uh, Will Hill, contact me. I'd love to do an interview with you. Maybe we're too uh, controversial over here for you to reach out, but if not, we'll be here. Guys, I gotta move along. I gotta go pick up the kid from school. Last story, Chattanooga Trucking Company fined $700,000 for green card checks. Chattanooga's Covenant Transport and Transport Management Services. They're the, the company that, that you see often on the back of their trucks because it's a faith-based organization uh, and they, they have Christian values, which we know are evil, uh, that, that support a pro-life view. Okay, Why would they not be targeted for, for having the gall to say that little babies' lives matter and to put that on the back of their 18-wheelers. Uh, have been fined $700,000, and if anybody from Covenant wants to talk to me, I'll talk to you as well, by the U.S. Department of Justice for, quote, discriminating against immigrants by asking for green cards. Between January 2020 and August 2022, the companies were found to have routinely asked non-U.S. citizens to show their permanent resident cards and non-U.S. residents to show immigration documents. Federal law allows the workers to choose which valid identification to use regardless of citizenship status, immigration status, or national origin. The law also prevents employers from requiring specific or unnecessary documents because of a worker's um, citizenship status, immigration status, or national origin, and this is to to get more people from other countries that don't share our values to come in here and take jobs and to do it cheaper so that corporations can skirt uh, the laws. That's what this is all about. Mm-mm-mm. The employees can choose from a state ID, driver's license, or un, um, unrestricted Social Security uh, card. Assistant Attorney General Kristen Clark of the Justice Department Civil Rights Division said, quote, employers cannot discriminate against non-U.S. citizens by demanding specific or unnecessary documents for them to prove the permission to work. Our government has no interest in stopping rampant illegal immigration at the state or the local level or at the federal level. They have every reason to want to promote more of it because that's where the money comes from. Former congressional candidate and political commentator Robbie Starbuck, however, questioned the DOJ's decision and pointed out that former U.S. Secretary of Housing and Urban Development Ben Carson is a, is a board member at Covenant. Did not know that. Starbuck questioned whether uh, the, quote, attack was politically motivated. Of course it is, Robbie. Of course it is. Starbuck wrote, quote, I, I found uh, another thing interesting uh, as an angle to the story. Uh, you know who's on the board of directors for Covenant? It's Ben Carson. Yes, Ben Carson. He's been seriously considered uh, by Trump as a possible VP contender. The settlement agreement stated Covenant um, disregarded uh, with the allegations made by the DOJ. Those are all the stories, guys. We have a hard time filling that good news section at the end, Jason. We need to work on that. I guess our, actually our elected officials and leaders need to work on that. Guys, I got to leave here. What am I doing this weekend? I know you're excited. You really want to know. Tonight, I've got uh, my buddy Dan and Eunice are getting engaged. So I'm going to go see Dan and Eunice. We're going to dress up in our finest. It is cocktail. It is cocktail attire at their home. Uh, a, a beautiful young couple I've watched grow, gone on camping trips with. Uh, Dan's a great entrepreneur, uh, as is uh, his bride-to-be Eunice. So I'm excited to go hang out with them uh, Saturday. What are we doing Saturday? Saturday, we're having a Christmas party over here uh, at the Casa de Luis. Uh, years ago, I used to pack uh, about 100 people 
into my little tiny Brainerd home. Uh, people be out in the yards, <laughs> be all over the place, elbow to elbow. And as I have gotten older, I've ran out of energy um, to have that many folks over. So we're making it more of an intimate affair uh, with our old friends. And so I'm excited to celebrate uh, the Christmas season with those folks. And I got a pile of work. This is my busy season and my regular job. Uh, getting in here and, and doing things for the Tennessee Conservative is very difficult for me this time of year. However, it's essential that the, the work keep going. You know, just because it's inconvenient, just because it costs me some money, doesn't mean as a conservative Christian I get a pass, and neither do you. So please do help our annual campaign. If you've never given before, now's the time to give. I hope, I hope the Lord puts something on your conscience to live out your faith politically. Because it was done in the Bible over and over again. In culture and in politics, Christians lived out their faith. We have lost that. We have lost that sense of duty in Tennessee, and we need to reclaim it. Go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support, or you can mail your checks to P.O. Box 625, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. I love you guys. I mean it. I will see you next week for the TenCon Big 7. Whew! It's a little hot over here. I got to get out of here. Go pick up the kiddos. Take care. Have a fantastic weekend. And Merry Christmas. See you later.